Hello, Star Wars fans. You're listening to a new episode of the Rogue Squadcast. Tonight, we have a very special episode because the glorious Last Jedi trailer was revealed on Monday night. And for me, it is the, the tied for the best trailer in cinematic history. It's tied with the Chewie Were Home trailer from um, Star Wars The Force Awakens, um, from Star Wars Celebration April uh, 2015. So it's tied right there uh, for number one spot. And the, everything about this trailer, I just adore. It is a perfect trailer. And before we get into our little break breakdown and um, our thoughts on this trailer, let me introduce to you my co-host. It is Ross from MGF Customs. How's it going, guys? Good to be here. So, yeah, um, this trailer is everything I wanted, but so much more. Um, the words can't describe how much I love this trailer and how much I can't wait to see Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi in December, December 14th. If you don't have your tickets, get them. I got my tickets as soon as they went available. I had was re- I was really stressed while I was getting them because I didn't know if I'd be able to, but thankfully... I got tickets to the double feature in IMAX, The Force Awakens, Last Jedi. But yeah, so Monday we had the poster reveal, which you can see on your screen right now. This is the official Last Jedi poster, which personally I love. I do like The Force Awakens one a little bit more, but I do love this poster. Um, what do you think about it, Ross? Yeah, so I think The Force Awakens poster is, I mean, and this is because personally, I tend when it comes to posters for movies, I, I prefer them to be flashier. That's just my personal preference. This one focuses much more on the red color and you know it being darker. And it's also less crowded, where that was a problem for some people with the last poster. I actually really enjoyed and appreciated how much there was going on on that poster. There's just so much amazingness to take in with the design. And so personally, like I said, because I actually, you know, have the unpopular opinion of preferring all those things, I thought this poster is, you know, a little less exciting, not, you know, as incredible looking, but it, it's fine. It's, it, it works. It's what I expected. And it's, you know, I have nothing negative to say about it, really. It's just, you know, a preference. I also love that they're continuing the red trend, how all of their promotional material, they have a very strong emphasis on the color red to show how dark this film will be. And Ross and I, we spoke before the show, and um, we're speculating that this is going to be very, very, very dark. Like, not just dark for a Star Wars film, but dark for any kind of film. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's definitely, definitely going to get there, and I can't wait. But let's get into the trailer and, um, I mean, this trailer basically is the reason why we crave, as fans, why we crave trailers. We want to experience excitement and emotion and experience all forms of emotion. That's excitement. Uh, we we want to be angry. And we want to cry. And that's what this trailer made me do. It made me really happy and cheerful and it made me scream at my television when it came on TV and cry. The one scene that you see on your screen right now of Kylo in his TIE silencer aiming his missile supposedly at Vader, I'm sorry, at Leia's ship, Resistance ship. <laughs> I mean, the Resistance shuttle. 
There is something about that clip and the facial expression between Kylo and Leia, Mm -hmm. the emotion those two are sharing. As soon as I found out and and just took a second to think what the hell is going on, and I realized, oh, Kylo is aiming his missiles at Leia's shuttle. I broke down crying and screaming because I could not handle something like that. And if that's really what happens, and if that's really the way that Leia exits the franchise, I think it's a very respectful way. It's a dignified way. And it's a way that will make me scream and cry in the theater, just like the way Kylo killed Han in Force Awakens. What do you think about that one, Ross? See, personally, I would want Leia to go out a different way rather than being killed by Kylo. Because I think it was already dark and brutal enough with having Han be killed off by his own son to service his story. Um, and so I think the point was already made with Kylo with Han. And I just don't want to have that repetitious, you know, form. Like, I, I want her death to be more unique. I, because, I mean, we're naturally assuming she's going to die. You simply can't write Leia out of the story. It's just, it's not possible. Um, and so... Eric is really into, and pretty much everyone is really into the shot of Kylo in his TIE silencer, you know, going right past this resistance cruiser and attacking it full force. But then I was pointing out to him before we started recording this that you can tell in the background shot, you know, all the background characters behind Leia, they're all walking around very casually, clearly not under attack. And so I think this is definitely a cut. And he may not necessarily be aiming at Leia. Um, and he could very well be aiming at the, you know, I mean, granted on the scanner, they do show him targeting some engines on a cruiser. But I'm just, just to, as to use an example, that expression made on Kylo's face could maybe be because he's, you know, like that, that could all that same expression could be made if he was targeting the Millennium Falcon with Chewbacca inside. You know, and it, port, it, don't forget. Yeah, and the port. port. And so it could warrant. It could warrant. You know, a, any number of things could warrant that same reaction, that same hesitance from Kylo. Um, maybe it very well could be still be Leia on board a cruiser, but the shot they, the both shots they use for Leia, definitely don't appear to be within the same scene. I do so, agree, but, it, but I feel like it the, is um, the story that they're going for that they showed in the trailer. I feel like is what will play out in the film it could be misleading but i i do agree that those are definitely it was edited in a way where they are taken from different shots but um i do think that that's the story they're going for um i would personally i think that's a very um dignified way um to have leia exit the franchise and is definitely a way that would get the whole theater just bawling because of how blown up by my son died with dignity yeah i mean dignity is definitely (laughs) the wrong way to (laughs) what i'm trying to say is a lot more dignified story-wise than just being having leia be in a random shuttle that gets blown up randomly you know like what other way could happen. I, I know this is a subject that I don't like to talk about because we're talking about the on-screen death of Princess Leia, General Leia, and which also you know conflicts with the real-life death and the passing of Carrie Fisher. You know, December 
this past year. It's just it's a hard subject to touch upon, but it's something that almost has to be touched upon. Um, but I mean, you know, it's hard. Um, but moving on uh, in other scenes from the trailer, we don't want to get into too much speculation because we want to save it as more of a surprise for everyone, all of our listeners, all of our viewers, because um, we don't want to accidentally uh, guess right on what could possibly happen. So we're going to keep our speculation to ourselves. But other things in these trailers that in this trailer that I just adore. The line delivery from Oscar Isaac. The line, del- uh, exactly. When he says, I found a spark that will light fire to the first order. That line that was so, so perfect. And I, I just want to praise Ryan Johnson for writing that line. Damn, that line is just perfect. And that is, I'm guessing, he says that right after something major goes down, after a major loss has uh, occurred, whether that's Leia or that's someone else that he cares about greatly, he is pissed at the First Order. I mean, he has a lot of reasons to be pissed at the First Order already, but this really sparks fire in his eyes, and and just to see this determination in him is just, oh my god. I mean, Oscar Isaac is such a talented actor, Oh my god! and I, I mean, to see this is just... I can't wait. It's that's going to be a very empowering scene, for sure. And, and visually, this this is the number one thing I took away from the trailer, by far. Is the Force Awakens was an incredible film, but visually, this looks far more exciting. I mean, crate the crystal caves that are you know that the Falcon is flying through. That shot of Kylo and his Tie silencer that looks incredible all the moves and and how that how that entire shot pans around his ship as he's going past the resistance cruiser i mean the shot in particular of like the hangar with all the first order before it's destroyed and then the shot of finn and phasma fighting and engaging in, in combat together is by far the most beautiful shot in this entire trailer i mean that's the next thing i was going to get into that I think every fan's reaction to see Finn versus Phasma, everyone just lost their minds because we have wanted that for two years. And the fact that Finn has the baton of FN2199, a.k.a. Traitor, and is fighting with that against Phasma is just mm-hmm. perfect. Thank you, Ryan Johnson. I mean, you have really continued what J.J. started. And I cannot... I mean, it is... The Last Jedi is just, just you kind of just know going into it from this trailer that is going to be the film of the year and just as good as Force Awakens, and you kind of just much, much better. Kind of just have that feeling, yeah, or or better, you know, mm-hmm. anything is possible. I'm not going to yeah. go that far because of just how much I love Force Awakens, but mm-hmm. I definitely have confidence to say it will be as good, if not better. Um, but um, I mean, other things big focus on Ray. I mean, we already dealt with Kylo. We spoke about that. Big focus on Ray. Her raw strength. Her training with Luke. I mean, fulfill your destiny. Coming from Snoke. The mix of practical effects and CGI on Snoke is just stunning and flawless. And him force pushing Ray backwards and just, it is so perfect and the final line oh, of the trailer right. is from Ray saying 
to whoever she's saying it to. You know, I'm guessing that they took that clip of Ray and a clip of Kylo from the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie and piece it together to look like that, I'm guessing. But she says, I need someone to show me my place in all this. And Kylo reaches his hand out. I mean, when I saw that for the first time, lost my mind, screaming, worried for Ray, didn't want her to make the wrong choice, screaming, cheering. I just didn't know what emotion to feel. And yeah, then and it's like, if that doesn't, trailer, if that doesn't you run see, you over enough, like the, 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 the tune that plays after. Like, I know, it was free, a variation of race theme. Yeah, I mean, it, that yeah. just, if that doesn't do, you know, that just runs you over right it after did. that shot. And so, um, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was so perfect. I mean, and afterwards analyzing the trailer, you can see she says the line in her resistance outfit, and Kylo reaches his hand out when he has more of a healed scar rather than the fiberglass, if you could call it fiberglass, a black fiberglass patch or band-aid to his scar. So I am guessing all the shots you see of him with that black on his face on over his scar takes place in the first two acts, and then the last act you see him without that and just the, the clear, raw, if you will, scar. I wonder if it's just war paint. What if it's not? What if it doesn't serve any purpose? Well, it definitely has some sort of of um, stitching and uh, weaving inside of it. It's definitely a fabric, and it's right over his scar. So I'm guessing it's some sort of healing material, band aid type of thing. But I mean, anything's possible. And and Snoke, that's definitely more than a force push. Like a lot of people are speculating, he's he's holding her. He's she's fixed in place, and he's doing something. Yeah. clearly incredibly painful draining her of her life force or whatever he's doing um and snoke looks incredible i know that I mean, shot when you see it on the big screen i, I was guarantee everyone will just shriek in their seats out of fear for ray i mean mm-hmm. it is just a powerful scene i mean I can't think. I, I have a single complaint about this trailer. Everything with Luke was perfect. This I, raw strength. I saw it once before. I wasn't afraid then. I am now. I mean, what a perfect line. You I know. Say, or this will not go as it as you think it will. What was the line? It was. Um, this is not going to go how you think. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect line. I do say. I have to say, I wonder if Luke is going to ignite his lightsaber in, in this film. I think he will. I hope. Yeah. I mean, if there was one little thing that would have just sent me over the edge, like completely over the edge, gone goodbyes, if he, if we saw a shot or two of him with his lightsaber, or if you heard the lightsaber, like yeah, then I would have been the like, real question, yeah, is is. Will it be his return of the Jedi saber, or will Rey craft a new saber for herself, and then he'll take up his Anakin saber? Honestly, I hope it's his return of the Jedi lightsaber. I would say the same. I mean, just to see that green with his outfit mm-hmm. would look fantastic. And Luke is clearly hanging on to the same tech. His robotic hand is the same one that he wore, that he you know sported all those decades ago, because it still has the blaster mark from the one thug. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, was so hard, yeah. And uh, I wonder if they'll explain what happened to the synthetic skin on it. Maybe it got mm-hmm. burnt off and the oh, I'm sure. disaster. Pro- yeah, exactly. In that, in Not that very awful. Heat resistant. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, that just about wraps up our thoughts uh, and and 
breakdown, if you will, on the last Jedi trailer. We didn't want to go like frame by frame analysis because there are other YouTubers that do that. We just want to give you our quick little reaction, our quick little breakdown, and uh, you know thoughts on the trailer. Uh, is there any closing statements you'd like to have, Ross? Uh, just that I, I hope that the last Jedi further develops the story as much as I'm hoping. Because that is one thing that I want to make sure I, uh, that I want to see in this trilogy. I want to make sure every movie furthers the story substantially. Just like episode one, two, and three. Just like the original trilogy. I want to see like significant, just like I said, just a furthering of, of the story. And I, I, want them to be make, I want them to make the most out of each film in the trilogy. And so I just hope The Last Jedi will be, you know, the first, um, you know, next to The Force Awakens that will continue that trend. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I am really hoping The Last Jedi also sets up a great story for Episode 9. I'm hoping Mm -hmm. because they did that cliffhanger, the literal cliffhanger in Force Awakens, I'm really hoping they do not necessarily a literal cliffhanger, but I'm really hoping they have a cliffhanger at the end of The Last Jedi just to make us fans wait another year and a half for um, episode nine. If they, no, I'm sorry, two years, because it was announced that they pushed back episode nine from May 2019 to December 2019. I'm sorry, I forgot. So another two years of waiting, which, I mean, when you're a Star Wars fan, you know how to be patient, so. I think two years, it should be the minimum required time to make a film of this scale. Oh my God, for sure. I have, no problem with that. Absolutely not. Because you know that whatever Lucasfilm does, whatever they touch will turn to gold. So you know that you're waiting two years for something magical. And um, on that note, thank you all for listening and watching. Ross, where can we find you on social media if anyone doesn't actually know? Just Google Michael MGF, which is one word, MGF Customs, Lego MGF, any of those things. And all the social medias will come up if you want to see some pretty cool custom Lego minifigures. And if you want to see any of my social media, it will be linked in the uh, channel about. Or if you want to check out Ross's links or my links in the description below. Um, Or if you want to find easier access, you can just visit my website, ericcameronfilm.com. There will be links to Ross's site as well as um, Rogue Squadcast links to social media. You can follow the Rogue Squadcast on Twitter, at Rogue Squadcast. You can follow me on Twitter, at Eric Cameron Film, and on Instagram, at Eric Cameron Films. And on that note, thank you all for watching and listening. Until next time, may the Force be with you. Please tell me you got all that. Porg life for life. Oh, we still recording. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there, there. <laughs>